We tend to think of Good King Wenceslas as an Old English carol, but Wenceslas is an historic figure from the first millennium Bohemia, what is now the Czech Republic, and he wasn't a king, he was a duke. His story, though, has all the palace intrigue of a Shakespeare tragedy. Funding for the story of carols provided by Jim and Betty Holthauser in honor of their parents, Alfred and Betty Marie Pence, and Norman and Patricia Holthauser. Wenceslas was born just minutes before his twin brother, Boleslav. Their mother, Drelmyra, was a pagan princess, their father, Duke Borovoy, a Christian. Wenceslas, being the elder of the twins, if only by a few minutes, inherited the throne of Bohemia at age 13, when his father was killed in battle. And a rift between the Christian and pagan sides of the family began immediately. Dreomyra focused on the education of her younger son, Boleslav, while Ludmilla, their paternal grandmother, took over the education of the elder son, raising him in the principles of Christian charity. While the young Duke Wenceslas was trying to rule in that spirit of charity, his mother and brother were busy instituting a pagan coup. Dreomyra had grandmother Ludmilla assassinated, strangled by her own veil at prayers. The teenage Wenceslas, however, quickly put down the revolt, and in an act of charity had his brother and mother exiled instead of executed. He even gave them half of Bohemia to rule as their own kingdom and for a time the two sides of the country existed in peace. Wenceslas proved to be no ordinary ruler. In order to understand his people better and become a more just sovereign, he traveled the nation talking to his subjects, learning how they lived and what they needed. Meanwhile, it was becoming obvious that Dreomyra and his brother, now known as Boleslav the Bad, weren't going to settle for just half the country. While entering a church, Wenceslas heard someone call his name. He turned to respond, and agents of his brother stabbed him. As he fell to his knees, Boleslav emerged from hiding and ran his own brother through with a spear. Wenceslas was 28. Recognized almost immediately as a saint, the Holy Roman Emperor, citing his passion for charity, posthumously awarded Wenceslas the title King of Bohemia. Legends began to circulate about the life of the fallen leader. One of them, the legend of the footsteps, took place around 925 AD, when Wenceslas noticed a ragged man scavenging for sticks near the entrance of his palace. It was one of the harshest winters in memory, so Wenceslas sent an assistant to check on the man. When the page returned with the news that the man, Rudolph the Swineherder, had no firewood and was worried his family would freeze to death, Wenceslas and the page trekked through miles of deep snow to take the family food and fuel. It was December 26th, the day of St. Stephen's Feast. The journey was cold and treacherous, and the young page, his feet now frozen, was struggling to keep up. Wenceslas, however, insisted that they press on, and miraculously his footsteps began warming the ground and melting the snow as he walked. The page carefully followed in the thawed footprints of the Duke, which saved him from freezing. In the mid-19th century, John Mason Neal, an Anglican hymn writer, used the legend of the footsteps to create an English lyric, and the carol we know today as Good King Wenceslas was born. The melody, ironically, is based on a Finnish tune called Tempest Addis Floridum, meaning it's time for flowering, a song about Easter, not Christmas. 
While never a chart-topping hit, Good King Wenceslas has been recorded by countless artists, including The Beatles and R.E.M., and the song was once a candidate for the national anthem of the Czech Republic. A miracle, an assassination, and a 19th century composer combined to bring us Good King Wenceslas, one of the most enduring carols of Christmas. To support the story of carols, visit American Entertainment Works on Patreon. The story of carols was written and produced by Alan Rattano for American Entertainment Works, a Tennessee-based not-for-profit corporation. The episode music was performed by AE Works recording artist Jim Holthauser and is available for purchase and streaming on your favorite music service. Just search for Jim Holthauser. That's H-O-L-T-H-O-U-S-E-R. Additional episode music was performed by Uptown Al. To license the music in this episode for your own podcast or video, email us at license at aeworks.org. It's not expensive, and you'll be helping us create more programs like this one. I'm your narrator, Alan Rattano. Thank you for listening to the story of Carol's. <laughs>